the dc beer show we are dc beer across social media i am jake and with me as always we have brandy and mike stein brandy what are you drinking on this lovely fake fall it's almost summer i don't know what it is it's warm out windows open shockingly nothing well i'm drinking water (laughs) um no particular reason just felt kind of off today and then you know just in my house and felt like drinking water so but I might eat some almond ice cream <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, mm. that non-dairy stuff, that cookies and cream got me like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure I'll drink tomorrow, though. I'm sure I'll drink tomorrow. Yeah, and I didn't drink yesterday either, so, yeah. Brandy, what are you drink tomorrow? What am I going to drink tomorrow? Ooh, hopefully some stouts or dark beers. Hopefully. We'll yes. see. Yeah. Mike Stein, what, what were those bubbles over there? These bubbles came from my Rauk Merzen can from yes. Port City Brewing Company. You know, it was cold yesterday. Uh, Rauk weather. It's warm today. Rauk Merzen is a lager. It's lager weather. Also, pistachio or uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream weather. Mm. I have to disagree about mint chocolate chip, but I know I'm the only person on the face of this planet who doesn't like mint and chocolate together, so... We'll move on before we get, like, hate mail from listeners. Like, yeah. who doesn't like mint and chocolate What's chip? What's coming down the pike? <laughs> yeah. We're going to get dragged by the mint chocolate chip crowd. What's coming down the pike? I know we got some some events forthcoming this weekend and the following yeah. weekend. What are yeah. we going to? Um, well, so this past week weekend, Sunday, I went to a few breweries, went out to Jailbreak. Shout out to Jailbreak. And uh, hit up Hellbender. I feel like I went... One other place, but I don't remember brain. <laughs> um, but I will definitely be at Hellbender at some point this weekend because they they turned seven years old. It's their seventh anniversary this weekend. Happy anniversary! Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking they'll probably do something spread over the whole weekend to keep the crowd sizes down since they are you know a smaller space. But you know, hopefully they'll come out with at least a couple new beers. I know Ben gets so excited and talks. Beer, beer nerdism. Uh, whenever I see them, um, I think I've only missed one anniversary since I've lived in the neighborhood. So happy birthday, Hellbender, and thanks for all the delicious beer, Ben Evans and LT. Good luck. Definitely the place I call my cheers for sure. And Sunday is uh, our next beer share, our November beer share. I'm really impressed with the recent ones that we've had. Yeah, especially the last one, hashtag the Andy Awards. Hashtag, oh man, Andy Van showed up. So I'm, hopefully he'll come this weekend and bring goodies. But um, So I'm jazzed about the one on Sunday. And if any of the listeners are interested in joining one, just slide into our DMs so I can get your info and add you to the special invite list. <laughs> Hit those yeah. DMs. Yeah, I will add. Let us know. Those DMs are at DC Beer on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, it is outdoor, um, and so you know, COVID friendly and such. It's gonna get super cold for me to be outside. I do not do cold, so I'm I'm hoping to uh, have some extra heated spaces to host the DC Beer shares from from now on. Hopefully, will the weather will be fine for Sunday? But yeah. <laughs> You know what? This D.C. winter weather is nothing like a Black Tuesday can't solve. Ah, that's you know, true. Like 20, 
20, huh? 20% got you feeling warm and toasty yeah. inside. You'll be all right. That does sound kind of good right now. I wish there mm. were many bottles of that because I would yeah. drink a little bit of that <laughs> right now. <laughs> many <laughs> bottles of Black Tuesday. Well, you know, Shout out the brewery. If Hello. I, <laughs> if I brought one on Sunday and it was split, you know, like 10, 15 ways, then it would kind a of shot, be like a yeah. bottle, <laughs> shot. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little nip. <laughs> There's a mosquito in my house. Well, tell them to get out. It's past mosquito season, but it's not past DMV Black Restaurant Week. We have a few days left. You'll hear this episode on Friday, so you can check out the website dmvbrw.com, and they have a list of all the restaurants. Um, There's distillery. There's a winery. We have Urban Garden Brewing is also a part of it on the beer realm. But then classics like Ben's Chili Bowl and Ben's Next Door. Some newer restaurants in Maryland. Some newer restaurants in Virginia. All throughout the Metro D.C. region. So check that out. Um, DMVBRW.com. Shout out to my two favorite spots, Kane on H Street and um, Mr. Braxton's over in Petworth. Yes, yes. Shout out to the Georgia Ave crew, Mr. Braxton's. What a wonderful! I had I had some lamb from them uh, last month, and it was just like I have done lamb many times. It's impossible to get you know not too dry, not too moist, and this was just like right in that magic, wonderful, delicious zone of deliciousness. Also, this weekend though, at the Evening Star Cafe in Delray, Alexandria, November Fest was at Rustico Slater's Lane for many, many years. Uh, it's being moved to the other side of um, the Braddock Road Metro Station, Evening Star Cafe, Delray. They call it November Fest. NRG is also calling it Snally Junior. Thirty-ish brewers, whiskeys, all of your favorite Red Aproni, Buzz Bakery, those kinds of foods. Ticketed, you know, we're like um, 10 bucks, get you 10 tickets. And then you change those out for, you know, two beers, big pours, little pours, mostly outdoors, pay as you go, show up, do your thing. Halfway Crooks is going to be there. Resident Culture is going to be there with Keller Pills. So the, the lager crew will be represented even if half the list ends up as IPAs. Should be a good time. I'll be at a five-year-old's birthday party on Saturday morning. Bright and early. Yay. <laughs> yeah. If you leave Evening Star, you could grab a brandy, a, a bottle of uh, white burgundy, some bourguignon, or some <laughs> some fine uh, craft, to, cra- craft cocktails. I mean, this little kid is <laughs> You'll need awesome. it after, I ad- after the I birthday. I adore her, and I'm jazzed to go to her party, but it's a little too early on a Saturday morning for me. You're going to feel like a handful of cocktails at the end of it, even though I'm sure there'll be no uh, Pim's Cup or uh, Bourbon Smash. I don't on know. Offer. I mean, they might offer some beer at, with the pizza around noon. So uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah. It's, oh, that's yeah, fair. It's, it's cool yeah. parents. We'll yeah. see. Hopefully. Hey, if a kid's turning five, that means they're old enough to be vaccinated. And she is. Yay! Oh, that's right. Yeah, today. Yes. Yeah. Yay! Public service yeah. announcement, your age is 5 to 11. Everyone's so excited about it, yeah. Jake, I know you got your 5 to 11-year-old vaxxed. I got my 6-year-old vaxxed on Saturday. What a day. I, I just, it's hard to express, right? Like, let's, like, LFG, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Science, sometimes it's pretty good. It's amazing. And it's amazing how much it's influencing the beer industry. 
we have a super exciting episode with Elliot Johnson from Soul Mega. And one thing I was mentioning to Elliot is I, I was talking to a Maryland brewery owner and they have sold literally hundreds and hundreds of kegs to Northern Virginia because obviously their COVID restrictions are softer, you could say, than D.C. or Montgomery County. And it's just interesting to see that sales pattern really picking up in Northern Virginia and it's still kind of staying stagnant in the district and Montgomery County. Interesting. On that note, Mike Stein, Elliot Johnson. Welcome to the DC Beer Show. I am Mike Stein here today with Elliot Johnson of Soul Mega. Elliot, welcome back to the show. Tell the audience, tell the people who haven't tuned in before who you are. Hey, it was good to be back, man, and good seeing you again. Uh, so yeah, thanks for the introduction. My name is Elliot Johnson. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Soul Mega, uh, originally from Chicago, and I've been in D.C. for about the past 16 years. And you are a proud Howard University alum, is that correct? That's right. Class of 09, go Bison. All right. So tell us a little bit about Soul Mega. How old are you? What's the business model like? How has business been? Obviously, it's been a wild 19 months. Oh, but, yes. Um, fill us in. Okay. So yeah, we uh, we just celebrated our two-year anniversary in September. So uh, we're two. Uh, so we're still a very young company, uh, currently using the contract brewing strategy to kind of get our brand out into the market. Uh, we've been doing that. Uh, let's see, I guess... The company's actually, if you want to be technical, we started the company in 2018, but we've been in market since around September of 2019. So we've been making beer with Calvert Brewing Company out in uh, Upper Marlboro. And then we have our own uh, distribution license. So we kind of handle all the points of sale ourselves. Got it. So you have um, this model that you've been working for the last two years. Um, has that served you well in the last <laughs> At, over the course of the pandemic <laughs> or or not? You know, um, I'm going to say yes. Uh, it's it's hard for me to uh, let's so we, we were actually in business like what is that approximately six months before COVID kind of hit. I do think there was value in being flexible with the contract model, given that we didn't have some of the, I guess, um, operational obligations as the brick and mortars did. Uh, but yeah, so I think I think it's serving us pretty well so far. It, I think it's good for us, um, considering that we both work our full time jobs still, to kind of manage the brand uh, and kind of build it more strategically. Well, speaking of brick and mortar facilities, um, our editor Jake Berg wanted me to ask: um, Do you eventually want a brick and mortar brewery, or do you like the flexibility of contract brewing? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yes, I do think eventually we're going to have um, manufacturing done in-house, but at the current moment, I see more value in the flexibility of contract brewing. That makes sense. Especially in D.C., I feel like um, minus the you know direct-to-consumer pint sales, uh, we still get a lot of flexibility to do uh, different kind of revenue streams with the contract brewing. Uh, I, I'm more focused kind of on distribution right now and just getting our beer in front of as many consumers as possible. And I think once that starts to happen and we can start diversifying our product offering, and then once that happens, we can look at seeing, you know, if we can start bringing some stuff in-house. Well, I, I want to talk about um, some of the products that you have coming down the pike and um, and some of the diversifying of the products you've done over the last two years. But you mentioned retail partners, and I want to get into a little bit of that. Who sells your beer? You know, first of all, where can the DC beer listenership get it? I'm drinking a wonderful worldwide pale hey. ale. 
super cool 16 ounce can that I bought from the craft beer seller. Yes. Where else can the folks find your beer? Cool. Okay. Um, so before I get into this, I will say if you go to soulmega.com and go to uh, find our beer, we have a geo map of all the locations. Uh, but yes, craft beer seller, they're one of our probably top retail accounts on 3rd and H. You can get it there. Uh, as far as off-premise, you can get it at Calvert Woodley uh, Liquor Store on Connecticut Avenue, Vetus Wine and Union Market, Capital Fine Wine and Spirits on 8th Street, Oasis Market in Noma. We're currently representing every quadrant, surprisingly, except Southwest at the moment, but I'm working on that. Got it. And as we all know, Southwest is not as vibrant right now as um, just over the North Cap. Once you get to Navy Yard, you know, it's a wash in beer down there. Um, both brewed there. You've, you've got Blue Jacket, Atlas, Half Street location, uh, Bardo, and then, you know, a bunch of retailers, Harry's, and uh, there's a Whole Foods there and all, all kinds of places to get beers. But check out the website to get to get the beer. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit, a little bit more uh, specifically what you have in the works. The pale ale is wonderful. I would say it's the best it's ever tasted out of the out of the svelte 16 ounce can. <laughs> thank you. And I, I thank you for your uh, your willingness to try us as we go through multiple iterations. Um, you know, we're, we're still a new company. Uh, the The brewing part is, is, uh, is always cool. Uh, we started off with 12 ounce cans. We had a, a recipe that was more similar to our original homebrew recipe. We made some uh, adjustments uh, that I think were for the better as far as, um, as you know, uh, material cost and things on the back end. Uh, we, we found a way to kind of optimize the recipe, if you will. And so I think it's the best it's ever tasted. I think it's the best pale ale you can find. I'm going to go ahead and say that, put that out there. Uh, so that's our flagship. That's our baby. Uh, we've also had a black lager that we made for the Black is Beautiful campaign that we released this spring. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback on that. And so... We're looking at some of the core elements of the recipe and going to try to make another remix of that on our different brand. Uh, so that'll be our probably next release is the Black Lager. And we've got two collaborations in the works with uh, local breweries. Uh, I can't speak on exactly um, the details of them, but they should hit the market first quarter of next year. So hopefully, yes, hopefully by March, you'll have your chance to try four different Soul Mega beers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm working on that. It's just a... Uh, Baby steps. I got you. So potentially up to four soul mega beers in the in the third month of 2022. Um, but we're just excited, you know, having um, worldwide American pale ale in 16 ounce cans is wonderful. The black lager I got a chance to try in the spring. That was just absolutely a stunning beer. Um, <laughs> there is thank you. Thank certainly, you. Certainly. I mean, it, it really it really was excellent, I have to say. And then to know that that you're working with some local breweries outside of, you know, uh, Calvert, who is instrumental to your your business model and your your partner, business partners. We're really excited to try more local beer and, and, and to see that happening. Uh, that recipe uh, took me a couple months, actually. And Jahi kind of helped in with some of the hop scheduling. But like as far as trying to figure out what we were going to do, there was not the Imperial Stout everyone else was kind of making. Um, that was pretty cool just to learn more about that style of beer and a lot of taste testing. You could ask Erica from Craft Beer Seller. I came in there and was like, give, give me any like German or like uh, uh, Czech beer you guys have and I'm going to go and just <laughs> market research it. Nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, so it, it is exciting for me to get a chance to try to, um, to create more and let the uh, consumer experience that because 
a lot of our brand is kind of uh, centralized on like pursuing your passion and creativity. So the more we can kind of showcase that, the more I think people will get familiar with our brand and kind of learn more about our personalities individually. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, one of my favorite things to do is is to go there when uh, I want to brew a new style of beer and try everything in market. I mean, it's it's you have to do it. You know, you don't have to drink them all, but you need to at least purchase them, see what it looks like on the can, see how they're selling it. Yeah, there's a lot of research that goes into it. Yeah, I'm pretty much uh, I'm a stickler for that. I'm I'm in the grocery store every time I buy beer, going through fonts, words, styles. I, re- I I'm I'm gonna follow you know part of the Brewer Association. I read all the the publications of the market trends. Um, I was just in Texas, and um, you know the last time I was in Houston, I was under the impression that like people down there really only drank like pilsners and lagers because of what I was exposed to at the bars I was in. I come back two years later, and it was like whoa. A lot of cool new breweries popping up down there. Um, I had a really dope IPA called Yellow Rose uh, that I thought was probably the best one they were making down there. So that was pretty cool, too. So pick up inspiration wherever I can get it, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's interesting to see the influence of Texas, um, certainly known as a lager town. Massive German and Czech influx of immigrants before Prohibition. Um, and then most recently with with Black is Beautiful, with uh, Marcus Baskerville's project from Weathered Souls. You know, it's it's funny. We scale up the recipe uh, for a black lager called the Kuhlenbacher uh, with Dynasty Brewing out of Ashburn. And this beer came out, I can't remember if it was December or January. It wasn't past February. And I was like, man, this is the only hoppy black lager on the market. And then I got a can of your stuff, which Eric is like, you're going to want to try. This. You know, I always ask before I leave the store, what should I be buying? You know, she says, oh, try this one. Bought it home, and as soon as I tasted it, I was like, I got to go get more. This stuff is so good. And I thought I was the only one who was pushing for a hoppy black lager. No, we're pushing for that. I mean, I loved it, man. It was it was absolutely the right beer at the right time. You know, not too hoppy, not too bitter, not too sweet, not too roasty. It really was like the Goldilocks beer. You know, you, you really had every box checked in that sort of Venn diagram in the, in the quadrant, but Nothing was was too much. You know? I know we we submitted that for GABF. We we made it to the second round. We didn't win though, but um, that was kind of mm. cool. So at least we oh wow, gee, at least we got our name out there. I guess. But yeah, you advanced. I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's super exciting to know that that's coming down the pike. What have you been noticing? Um, you mentioned you're in Texas. You're seeing a proliferation of of good, you know, high quality beers, different than typical lagers and pilsners. What are you noticing uh, in the area, you know, in, in the D.C. metro as, as a man about town? Well, you know, uh, that's uh, very interesting because um, I went to Snally. I seen uh, the D.C. beer crew there. So I was looking around like and, uh, you know, I'm kind of noticing and maybe it's just the spots I'm going to. I'm noticing like non-local beers coming in uh, to some of the taps and uh, they're pretty good. I mean, I know we're kind of on the tip. I'm going to say the tail end because it's my personal uh, uh, taste palette. But, you know, like the whole hazy thing is still alive and active. Even down in Texas, they had uh, double hazies and all that. I think I'm allergic to some of those. So I try to steer away from um, a few uh, that are too hazy, I guess. But I'm, look- I'm looking at fruit blends, I see. I mean, obviously with the season change, we, we went through the whole Oktoberfest. I really liked uh, some of the ones I was sipping on at, um, at uh, Wonder Garden. And um, I like the other halves, Ivy City one. 
I'm actually interested to see uh, what the winter will bring because I know that's historically a slower month for beer sales, but also I like to drink styles and Porter, so this is like my time. <laughs> yeah, like so I like the darker beers. Yeah, I like IPAs, yeah. I like uh, Pilsners, and I like styles and Porter. So yeah, I'm, I, I try to look around and see things, uh, but that's kind of what I'm seeing right now. It's like blends, different hazies, yeah, I, I would towers. have to co-sign that. Uh, we 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 have we have officially notified everyone. It is dark beer season. It's porter season. Um, Jake Jake Berg specifically said, uh, "Dear bar draft line owners, it is officially Port City Porter season. It is no longer Port City Optimal Wit. Clean those lines. Right, <laughs> bring, yeah. Bring wit back when when the temperature gets over seventy again. Exactly. Um, so so and, like for example, like we're okay. Well, now is a great time to bring back out the black lager. We'll tweak you a little bit. So that's that's what we're, we're we're planning for now to kind of fit in with that. That's perfect. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. I I was just on the phone with uh, the other half co-owner Matt Monahan this morning, and and we were talking about loggers, and he is he is passionate about lager. All of the lager other half makes comes from DC, their their facility here in town. And you know, he is expecting to see more of it uh coming up next year in 2022. So the fact that you will be bringing us more of it is super exciting and I have to make sure um you know the brewers and the owners at other half get get some of your product as well. I'm sure if nothing else, I will put it in their hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I appreciate that. I, I never actually met the guys, but I know all about their company. Um, and so uh, I'm a fan of the beer. So yeah, I would love that. That'd be cool. I'm actually, I think I'm thinking about going there Thursday for the, uh, the hip hop event. Well, Elliot, we are so grateful to have you on the show. You've been a very gracious guest. Um, we look forward to drinking more of your beer, the classic pale ale the dark lager and these uh, exciting collaborations that are coming down the pike. Um, anything else we should know before we sign off here? Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, our Instagram page is soul mega DC. Please visit it. Follow. Um, also, if you know any cool bars that you guys frequent that you would like to see our beer, please let your, uh, your bar staff know and uh, to reach out to us. You can reach me at Elliot at soulmega.com. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-T at soulmega.com. For your other audience members who are um, doing cool stuff, we love to partner with local people. Um, we're really big in like arts and like events and music. So we're always looking to work with different groups. And so if anyone's got something cool I think we'd like to be a part of, please uh, let me know. I'd be down to have a meeting and a conversation about it. Well, Elliot, thank you again. We'll have you on the show before too long. Maybe maybe catch up in March or April when hey, we yeah. have new beers to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, um, we can talk about all the new beers coming out. I got to get you some more of that Black Lager as well. And, um, yeah, thank you again for having me, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Definitely love D.C. Beer, what you guys are doing as far as promoting the breweries in the community. So much respect to you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Elliot. Find Elliot Soul Mega Worldwide Pale Ale at better beer places around town. Mike, you always give the best interviews. Why is that? I don't. Can you teach I... me your secrets? <laughs> I don't know, Brandy. Listening to you and Lily talk last episode, I was like, damn, Brandy crushed that interview. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 it was really, it was really good. I love that um, you're my cheerleader, Mike. So I don't know. We're you're just my only one man. One hundred percent. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. 
You were like, what don't you like to brew? And she's like, well, nothing. That's but, not fair, you know, though. And, and it, yeah. It was so nice. There have to be shitty know, beers that I know. Not, it was a cop-out. It was a yeah. cop-out. <laughs> cop but that's what a good brewer, she's like, yeah, you know, I've, I've been lucky to take on the challenges. And I, and I was just that's thinking, a good like, answer. if this were me in the hot seat, and and Brandy, your you your beautiful bubbly self were like, what don't you like? I'd be like, man, fucking hazy IPAs. Or like, God damn it, I flip these seltzer tanks every week, every Friday. It's yeah, exactly right. You know, milkshake like IPAs on my high horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like lactose is only good in milkshakes. Keep it out of my beer. Um, you know, I would be on my shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I miss you guys. I, I miss you guys so much. I have to get some dark beer to Please. you, Brandy. Jake, I got to get some weird-ass smoke beer that nobody likes except for you, me, and five other people. Um, I'll make my rounds, and I'll and I'll leave some goodies for y'all as we do get into colder weather. It's going to drop so hard. Today was such a tease, but um, colder weather, dark beer season. As Flying Dog <laughs> might say, it's... Freezing season. Oh, God. (laughs) Y'all, I wanted to say something, but I was going to wait. You know, scrolling through the Instagrams today for all the local breweries, and not all of them have done it, but there have been at least six. um, The ones out in Virginia and a couple in D.C. who are already posting their winter holiday, you know, their crisp, basically, you know, December holidays. and. It hurts my soul a little bit. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong. Holidays are fun, but it's the beginning of November and I'm still processing last fall. It's a shitty time of year for me. And I am, I, the thought that it's December already makes me freak out. So pump the brakes, (laughs) y'all. Stop posting December things. You're stressing me out, man. There are literally (laughs) weeks left in November. Just Let's get through Thanksgiving, man. (laughs) Or like closer at two or something. Yeah. Armistice Day. On the flip side of that. Armistice Day. For for like DC beer planning purposes, breweries, um, we do want to hear from you about your holiday plans and this and that. I already saw one brewery post their New Year's Day hours. Which I thought was. I mean, it's nice to know, but I just I'm being I'm having a grumpy day, so I'm taking out my hateful hate for uh, December 2021 out on social media. I'm so sorry. I love you guys. Mm. There's nothing Mm. like a good hate scroll through you know the social media. I saw a snowman. Some some of us do that. Post hours a day. I was like, no, (laughs) no, no. Go home, snowman. (laughs) You're drunk. Drunk. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, I have some jailbreak for you, uh, uh, Stein, from this weekend. So, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, be well. Get your younger ones vaccinated. If you're at the Thanksgiving table, get your older ones, your age-appropriate ones, whatever. Yeah. Get your shots. Tip big. Yeah. We got. I figure what like a couple more weeks of like drinking outside and hanging out without like the fire pits and the patio heaters and yeah. such. Um, make the yeah. most of it. Thanks for being kind, everybody. Yeah, and we're DC Beer on social media. Yeah, we're good. Thanks, fam.